What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek, the Geek Boutique Podcast. Oof, what am I saying? I'm already fumbling my words. Someone's drunk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my name is JS. This is my buddy Jeff. And Hi. we've got a guest tonight. Shadowstorm Cosplay, Brooke. Hello. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? I'm not doing too bad. How about you guys? I'm doing good. Thank you. Thank you for coming on the show tonight. No problem. It's been a long and busy day, but it's all good. I get tomorrow off, so I get to snooze. <laughs> yes, exactly. I think uh, we're all happy we're getting tomorrow off, or at least most of us are. Mr. Uh, Messiah Complex Cosplay. Hi. How's it going? <laughs> oh, so good. For yeah. anybody that wasn't with us on the Technical Difficulties pre-show, today is a very special day for a certain member of the Geeks & Co. team. It sure is. It it's is. producer Jen's birthday. The one that today. specifically is now tur even turned off her camera so that I, even if I try to bring her on screen, I can't. She's she's, she's a smart she's, one. She's she's cut onto our uh, chicanery, but uh, yeah, yes, everybody, if you have a chance, wish our wonderful, with whom we would not be here, producer Jen, a very very happy birthday. Uh, that is today, and uh, she has not had the world's best day, so if you could throw her some cheese. No, she's had a pretty shitty day today, so, yeah. you know. I feel that <laughs> mood. Yeah. <laughs> and now, you know, she's stuck with us idiots for a while, and then, well, you know. not me, but you too, but. <laughs> so, well, fair enough. Uh, so, yeah. So, happy birthday. Happy birthday. You should just be on the, the, the freaking podcast because you run the freaking podcast. Uh, without you, I say it all the time, there is no podcast. There's no Geeks & Co. There's no Geeks & Co. Yeah. I don't know. So, I you know, yeah. uh, know you are appreciated and we love what you do for us. Oh, we got to thank you. We got a bunch of people saying happy birthday in the chat now. So, Jen, you can see them all. I'm, oh, there she goes. She's already all the in love. the chat. All the love. Heart She's heart already heart. in the chat. Thank you. Oh yeah, there they are. Oh, look at that, you guys. <laughs> We've got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. There's yep. a lot of stuff going on. We've got a bunch of trailers this week. Yep. Um, there's some rumblings that you know, are going around that I'm. I mean, we spoke about a little bit on our new segment called the After Show. Although it's not really a new segment anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, is we're it eight episodes in? I guess now, right? Yeah, so yeah. it's not really a new segment anymore. Well, we're eight episodes in on Picard, but we're also seven, uh, six episodes in on the Star Wars, the Mandalorian. That's right. Um, yeah, go check those out. Uh, they're pretty neat. Uh, it's just me and the old guy. Uh, <laughs> and when the old guy, I mean this guy, uh, oh, just yeah. rambling off about Star Wars and Star Trek. You know the two. You shit. <laughs> our two favorite stars. Um, <laughs> and by the way, a real special shout out to uh, so we have producer Jen. Do we call her editor Megan? Maybe we're maybe she's yeah, editor, editor Megan, Megan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, editor yeah. Megan for taking us two old rambling idiots for I don't know how long <laughs> and and paring it down to something palatable for the masses to consume. Uh, it's same thing, man. We we would not be putting out all this content that we're putting out right now without Megan. So, big, big shout out to her today as well. Uh, we are going to talk a little bit about. I feel we have to talk a little bit about Star Trek. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that—that—that's your territory. I—I—I'm a Star Wars nerd. It's I've only seen so tiny good. bits of Star Trek. Very good. I—I I watched a little bit of what did I watch? Well, Next Generation, obviously on TV, and um. Oh wow! I don't remember now. Um. 
really made an impact on you, Brooke. Yeah, well, with Jane as the uh, captain. Oh, with Janeway, Voyager. Yeah, yeah. Voyager, that was it, yeah. I only watched that because uh, one of my close friends at that time was, like, obsessed with it. So when I would go to her house, she's like, we're watching this. I'm like, all right, fine. (laughs) Yeah, I, uh, I feel like... Star Trek has been on a decline for me since Deep Space Nine. I know for Jeff it's been since Next Gen, but for me after Deep Space Nine it started falling off the rails, and now it's so good again. <laughs> We're getting such amazing Star Trek. I'm frigging loving it. Um, did you, like I I don't want to assume how old you are, but did you grow up on Star Wars? Is that something that I don't know if you have any siblings and such? And I have an older brother. Are, yeah. Um. I was alive when Return of the Jedi came out. How's that sound? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm 43. So Yeah. Oh, well, okay. Yeah. So grew, fair yeah. enough. And the cartoons, yes, Thor is worth it. Yes, I grew up where watching droids and Ewoks even though there were only like what? I think like 10 episodes max and they just played them on repeat like every week. That's pretty much how all the 80s cartoons were. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> now you're so. uh I think you're you're more of a Marvel fan. I'm yes. Not mistaken. You're a big. Uh, no, go ahead. Yeah, no, I'm more of a Marvel fan than anything. Um, even just growing up, like my brother, he always read like Spider-Man comics and stuff like that. Like the big thing I remember when he was a kid and I was a kid was uh, the wedding. That was always mm-hmm. the big thing in the comics that was happening and stuff. So, but DC, eh, I've watched the original like Keaton Batman movies and stuff like that. Like I've kept up with all the Batman movies. Keaton ones are the best. Um, <laughs> but DC, I haven't been able to just grasp into it yet. I've still got to get caught up on some of that. So, <laughs> uh, Have you watched any of the DC animation stuff? Yes. Um, that's the, where it's at. Well, I watched some of the original stuff that came out to like DVD back when Blockbuster was around. The Wonder oh, boy, Woman. Yeah. Yeah, the Wonder Woman straight to DVD. I loved that. That was so it's a good. Very, very good one. Very good. Yeah, ones. Yep. so good. But yeah, under I the red, under the red hood is definitely one that. Yep. That's, yep. That's the key Fantastic. one to check out because yeah, definitely watch that one. Top of the mountain for the DC animated stuff. So yeah, yep, yep. It kind of almost capped off an era of of DC animation that we haven't really gotten since. I'm not gonna lie. It's it, it was quite something back in those days i Believe really in- like some of the more modern interpretations though too like especially like um uh the dark knight returns part one and two i thought they did a really yes. really good job very faithful adaptation too to the source material which is one of the best batman stories ever told so very cool see like i remember like what back when i was like an early teenager the big thing at that time was uh mask of the phantasm that was the yeah, that. Ed yeah. just said that. Snowhawks got you. Best DC animated still master the there fans. There we go. Okay. That's <laughs> hilarious. Ed just mentions that as you say that. Yeah. <laughs> but like, it's it's insane now the amount of superhero stuff that's literally being thrown at us. Like me growing up, it was Star Wars, and then like my brother grew up. Like I had a little brother, so I had to watch a lot of like GI Joe and Transformers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But even as far as like superhero movies, like the only real kind of trilogy we had back in the 80s was Superman, the original Superman's. And then like the first actual Marvel movie was Howard the Duck, which I loved, <laughs> despite it being a total flop. <laughs> oh, Howard the Duck was iconic back in the day. Oh, heck yeah. 
just the movie didn't do very well. I I found it a guilty pleasure movie as well, but yes, it did not do very well at all. No, it's no. it's one of those cult classic movies, and it's like you know what, I still love it to this day. <laughs> so, uh, Brooke, what was your gateway into cosplay? I mean, obviously, when me and you met, yeah, you were in cosplay. You were Grogu. Oh, yeah. <laughs> At London Comic Con last yep. summer, uh, mm-hmm. last fall, I guess. No, it was summer. No, uh, whatever. September? October. Early. Early October. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, my entry into cosplay was. Um, there you go. Hey, there's Mia's Grogu. That's actually up in Timmins from last year. The five hundred first had one of their uh, their setups going, and they had more than enough fun. Just like me, come over there and just. You know, ransacking everything. <laughs> but um, how we got involved with cosplay was way back in 2001. This is how long I've been doing it. Um, I discovered um, before it was Fan Expo, it was Toronto Comic Con slash CN Anime at Toronto. Mm-hmm. Um, and I knew I wanted to go to it because I was heavily into anime at that point. And I'd always, I'd just seen from, you know, searching around the internet and stuff like that, that people were making costumes. And I'm like, you know what? I want to try that. So my very first costume, which I made in probably a couple of weeks and didn't even last me a day, <laughs> was uh, Yuna from Final Fantasy X, the video game. Mm-hmm. And I was even ballsy enough to even go in the costume contest with it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's how I started. Um Second year, again, I kind of focus more on anime costumes for the first, I don't know, I want to say almost five to ten years. And then I branched out. Rocket was kind of my first one that I branched out into, like, non-Marvel or non-anime into, like, Marvel and superheroes and OC characters and stuff like that. So, there's Rocket. (laughs) That's one of my favorite pictures. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's that's ridiculous. I mean... (laughs) I, I need to know, first of all, I what's going on here? Did you make a full fursuit that you dressed up? And, and like, what's, like... <laughs> Stephen says, is... I freaking love the rocket. <laughs> um, basically, the suit, um, the fur actually goes from my knees down to my feet and yeah. from my shoulders down to my wrist. And what it is is I actually have a pair of leggings underneath that I sewed the fur onto the onto from the knees and then with the shirt a long sleeve like like workout shirt basically that's how i did that the jumpsuit was made using a tank top that fit me and a pair of cargo pants that would fit me and i basically laid those out to make the pattern and then i had the zipper and all the other details and stuff um so that's and then the gloves were just a pair of cheap gloves that i covered in fur um, the shoes were a pair of just cheap shoes that I actually extended the toes on them using foam and then using foam clay basically shaped the toes and everything and covered yes. the whole things in fur. As for the mask, I actually have another one here. It is the kid's toy mask from the first movie. So there it is. Really? Uh, yeah. That's what the mask is. So, huh. and when you open the mouth, his ears wiggle and the eyebrows go. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> So what I did with this is I literally took tracing paper and I went over all the contours and everything, cut out fur for those and attached that on with glue. So that's how, that's how I did the rocket mask. And then I made a hood for the back and flushed out the ears and such. So (laughs) this is going to be part of rocket 2.0. I've got literally a bag of rocket over here. He's just fur and leather and 
everything else. So I mean, that was going to kind of be my next question. And sorry, yeah. Jeff, I know I'm, I'm, you know, I'm the one talking here and I'm not letting you ask your questions, but I am intrigued about this rocket here. Um, <laughs> a lot of fur. Yes. The lot of fur. So where, like, where are you getting this fur? Like how, like, what is, is it like a blanket? Is it like, like, no, I actually got it from Fabric. It was a Fabric. No, European textiles down on Ottawa Street in Hamilton. Um, huh. You can buy just faux fur, and it it ranges in price. It can be you know fairly cheap, like ten dollars a meter, up to like fifty dollars plus a meter. And actually, mm. ah, rip into this right beside me. I can get into it. This is some of the fur for a new rocket. Ah. So yeah. So you buy it by the meter and everything. So it is a pain in the butt to work with because uh, like anything with fur, it sheds like the Dickens and it will get all over you and all over everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I bet. And and you have to be careful how you uh, cut that. Yeah, right? you cut, when you, you, yeah, you cut, cut just the backing. Yeah. Cut, yeah. Yep. So, so yeah, I mean, I can see how that's that amount of fur. That's going to be a pain in the butt to work with. I mean, that's, that's um, craziness. My uh, and my, hot. Yes, actually, I did actually almost overheat in that costume the first time I took up the fan expo. I um, believe it. This is my. I'm not having fun. I'm not having fun. But in my head, I'm going. Wee! This is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that was at Con Bravo a few years ago. They had this random kitty pool with like balls in it i'm like oh my god just i'm gonna sit in this thing i've got a whole bunch of pictures of me in this thing so <laughs> so i tell you what, if we, I, the, the one that the memory that always sticks out to me the most was the after party at the rec room i think oh yeah yep. i don't know if it was after fan expo or if it's after toronto comic-con i don't remember which it one was it was fan expo yeah. fan expo and uh they had a stage and everything else and then sean ward <laughs> got up and he was uh like like with a band essentially and was was performing live yeah, we're the guardians. The yep. And then yeah, had the guardians of the galaxy. And Brooke is a professional singer. Yeah. And she was on stage in Rocket in, in Rocket. costume, yep. singing live on stage <laughs> in the costume. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Like it was like <laughs> bonkers. Because the mouth uh, moves and shit. So it looks like she's like actually singing up like there Rocket in a rocket. Singing. Yeah. No, it was bananas. There we so, go. Yeah. Jen pulled up yeah, the yeah, picture. Yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, so bonkers. yeah, that, that was the Guardians band. Uh, we got to do three shows, so we did two fan expos, and actually, after the first show, we were invited to the uh, Ubisoft uh, Christmas party. So that was that was a blast. <laughs> so you were the entertainment at their Christmas party. We were, well, one of the entertainers. They also had like a fire spinner there too. So <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. But we were the musical entertainment. <laughs> Um, there's, there's, there's a mule near behind you. Yes, there's my mule near. Um, and, and a group. <laughs> and, and a group. And uh, my costume, and my Thor costume. <laughs> yes. My I want to maybe take a second here and, and, and segue quickly. Our buddy Eric. I don't know what his, oh, it is Thor is worthy here on YouTube. Yes. Uh, guys, our buddy Eric, he's been on the podcast before. He's actually raffling off. A handmade, <laughs> one of a kind, Mjolnir. Um, so if you want to participate, guys, in the raffle, go check him out. DM him directly on Instagram at Thor is worthy. Um, it's he's gonna set it up as a pool style where he's gonna have a board with numbers and 
you can buy numbers and there's only the going to be a limited amount on, of numbers. The numbers are on small Milner's on the board. I've seen, I saw it. Oh, you've seen it already. Seen, there you go. I see it on this. I saw it on his stories. <laughs> there you go. The guys, if you're interested in winning yourself a Mjolnir, go support our boy Thor is worthy over here. Sorry. What's, what's, what's it called? JS? What, what is it? Mjolnir. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right, there right. it is. That's, good. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. What did they say? <laughs> it was just very. It was just very French meal near. That's fine. That's okay. That's okay. Mew 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 Enter and there's the only be a limited amount, so there's only 20 slots, right? So you buy one of the yeah, slots. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. yeah. This by the yeah, that but if you if you if you know, you know. Okay. The Jonathan <laughs> reference, if you know, you know. No, CJS doesn't know. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's like $15 and you can be worthy. You don't even have to worry about it. Oh, you know? <laughs> do you not understand the Jonathan reference either? No. Okay. They were asking the entire cast and crew of whichever Avengers was to how do you pronounce Thor's hammer's name? And they're all like, Mira, Mira, Mira. And Paul, Mira. Says, Mira, Mira. Paul Red says, Jonathan is how is how Paul Red pronounces it. So that's. Uh, I see. I'll call it Jonathan. I can't believe you guys have nice. seen that. I, I don't remember that. No. Okay. I have not seen that bit. I'll have to go find that. <laughs> Megan Avery, well done. Good, good job. Good job on that reference. I'm the only one that got it, but that's just, I'm just a bigger geek than these guys are. That's all. Oh, here we go. Just a bigger geek. So while we're talking about Marvel, yep. this seems like a good time to segue to trailers. Like what in okay, hold on. Do we start with the Marvel? Yes, let's so I think we should probably start with Secret Invasion because that I feel like is gonna be the, the most impactful for everybody. When it comes mm -hmm. to what the MCU is is going to happen on that, because I, I get the sense that this is going to be similar to the Winter Soldier, where it, whatever happens in this is going to have a huge impact yeah. on everything moving forward. Are you guys kind of getting the same sense from watching this yeah. trailer? Pretty much, yeah. Because it's it's we're finally getting the actual Sam Jackson back as Nick Fury, and I mean, of course, Sam Jackson's been playing him in the other movies, but we we learned. That it was in fact Talos that was impersonating him, so we but don't Nick actually Fury is know. Back. Yes, we see yeah. him coming off of a fucking spaceship, like he was in space. What we don't actually know at this point, which I'm sure we'll learn, is how long has he actually been? Like, what was the last actual appearance in the MCU of actual Nick Fury? I've seen a few theories going around, but there's no one that actually knows when he last appeared. I thought they made a reference to that in this trailer. She mentions that she's called him and he's let her go to voicemail and he says he's back and everything else. But I don't think they specifically state when the last time he was on Earth as Fury. Hmm. So, sure. yeah, now I'm going to have to go rewatch it because I didn't catch that. <laughs> Um, no, the story is old as time, right? Like, I mean, it is essentially invasions of the body snatchers, right? These guys can look like anybody. Yeah. I uh, trust no one. In fact, mm -hmm. JS, I meant to mention this to you, and I know, Brooke, I know you're a little bit on the outside of this, but honestly, the parallels between Secret Invasion and Star Trek Picard, Picard is hilarious. Yeah, yeah it An really old is. warrior coming out of retirement <laughs> has to battle things that can look like anybody 
and and have deeply infiltrated the the hierarchy of whatever's going on like it's hilarious it, the parallels between the two mm -hmm. things but, but it's not a new concept it's no it's, that's what i said it's, it's a invasion of the body snatchers 100 percent Hundred like, yeah, percent. But at least like, it is taken from uh, like a, like a comic of that of that name and nature as well. Like Secret Invasion is something that happened in Marvel. Oh comic, yeah, yeah. And it was this. There Twice, wasn't think, a wasn't there? there wasn't a good and a bad sect of of scrolls. They were all bad. <laughs> there wasn't mm -hmm. like this these nice <laughs> scrolls. They were all bad. But at least this is something that we have seen from the comics, a la like a Civil War or you know whatever that they're adapting. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's going to be an adaptation, right, guys? If you're familiar with the Secret Wars comics, don't expect that that's what you're going to see in the show. Yeah, and same with Secret Invasion. Yeah, you're not going to get a one-for-one. One. They uh, never. Sorry, I meant Secret Invasion. Yeah, I know. Sorry. They never do a one-for-one, one, right? With Age of Ultron was not We're ages away from Secret closed. Wars still, but yeah. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So. It's like, come on, Squirrel Girl beat Ultron. Like, yeah. Sorry, not Ultron, Thanos. Thanos so Squirrel yeah. beat Thanos, come on. It looks good. It looks like they're kind of getting it shying away from the the silliness and the like. I said, it's got mad, mad Winter Soldier vibes. Like it seems like it's taking itself very seriously, which I feel like the Marvel Cinematic Universe needs that right now because so much of what's been coming out lately just seems ridiculously silly. Well, and I'm I'm finding just with the Marvel Universe in general, it's let's throw as much into people as we can, like. The last few years, with exception of 2020, there's been at least four to five movies coming out every single year. So, and every single one is tied into this and tied into that and tied. And so it's just, it gets exhausting after a while just to try to keep up with all the storylines. It's like, but you have to have watched this in order to understand what's happened here and here and here. It's like, holy cow, overload, guys. It's like, yeesh. Well, especially with Disney Plus, right? Because now you've got all the TV series as well. Exactly. They're trying to fill gaps in between. Yeah, like I, and, I, going back, sorry, to the like early like nineties and stuff like that, or like late nineties, like the Batman trilogy, the original Batman trilogy. You could watch each one as a standalone, and it would be fine. Like you wouldn't be totally confused. Like why is this person here? Why is as long as you had a basic understanding, Batman's the good guy. These guys are the bad guys. Go nuts! Like <laughs> it just, I, I, I'm finding it's it's oversaturated. It's very that, that's, yeah, no and question. it's. No, and it's 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 losing its appeal to people. Take a look, like um, take a look at the Eternals. The movie was okay, but like people are like, huh? Like, <laughs> like I I personally think they missed the boat on Eternals. I think Eternals is a fantastic movie. It just it was a movie that didn't really fit in with the rest of the MCU. It wasn't quippy. Exactly. It wasn't goofy. It wasn't. It was yeah. a little bit too deep and too whatever. And that's that's fine. Like not everyone's gonna be a banger. I'm telling Eternals you, man, would have been a great DC movie. A fantastic DC movie. <laughs> but go go check out the first ten MCU films and tell me those were all bangers. Oh no, those were. were yeah. No, well, absolutely not. So uh, Iron Man's yeah. the one that started off the whole damn thing. They're like, yeah. oh. People and then like Iron it. Man like, 2 was shit, and then Thor was good, but then Thor 2 was shit, and that you know what I mean? Like, not everything <laughs> that was coming out then was just absolutely fantastic, but it still felt important because there was only two or three movies a year, and now... Yeah, like just, Batman and Robin? What? <laughs> we're getting inundated with stuff, right? So... Yeah. Yeah, yeah Eternals like you... is... like it's, it's, Ed, Ed's, Ed's my boy, man. That's This is why Ed and I are brothers, right there. Eternals epic is epic. Kirby Kirby Kirby. Kirby. It really yeah. is. It Kirby really Kirby. is. Yeah, um, you're looking at like, you know, they would bring out like a couple of movies a year to like now it's, you know, you basically have a movie every quarter. 
that you got to keep up with if you want to understand the grand scheme of things. And it's like, then you add on the TV, the TV series and then the Disney plus series. And it's like, Holy cow. Like, <laughs> well, that's where they start losing people. Right. Is there's, yeah, there's so many layers to the onion that once you miss a couple peels. And now that they delved into the multiverse thing, it's just like, Okay, now we've opened a can of worms because now you have, but this person exists in this like multiverse, but they can exist here, 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 here. Take, See, for take me, example, that was hey. their way out. <laughs> See, for me, the multiverse was their way out to be able to say we can do whatever we want and we don't have to tie it into anything, right? Yeah, but they and not want everything to needs to be tied into the Avengers. But this is the glue that's bringing it all back together now. No, they're trying to make Kang into the glue that's going to kill all this together. Uh, yeah, that is what they're but trying to I do. think <laughs> that this show, this show is going to take a turn. This show is going to destroy the platform of what we know of the MCU right now. Because now we're going to start finding out that people that we thought were good guys are not good guys at all. Right. Well, we go into the we go into the grayscale. <laughs> yeah. So no, they're going to be scrolls. no, they're going to be scrolls. They're imposters, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is going to turn the MCU upside down, I think. And in the style and feel of the Winter Soldier, of that spy thriller, I don't know. I'm really liking what I see, even though, Jeff, and I don't know if you're okay with me saying this because you said this in confidence. That's okay. In a group chat. That is okay. <laughs> Wait, I don't know if it's okay. Confidence. What are you going to say? I, I also feel a little bit let down by this trailer versus the first one. Agreed. This trailer itself, as much as I like the idea and the concept, and I'm really looking forward for the show, the trailer was a little... Man, like... I, like I don't know what it was missing. Comparatively, comparatively if, yes. that, if this had been the first trailer and the first trailer had been the second trailer... Yes. But that first yes. trailer was so amazingly well done and well put yeah. together and paced and lit and the music and everything, and this trailer was... Oh, oh, uh oh, Jeff having internet like, troubles again. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're losing Jeff again. Oh, there we go. So there, we got him back. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Hey. All right. <laughs> Everything was fine on my end, so I don't know. I'm hoping <laughs> I don't get booted off again, guys. It, Everybody it looked like fingers and pretty whatever internet god you believe in, but it looked like you had a stroke. You're just kind of well. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm of that age. No, no, no. Here's the thing: as underwhelming as that second trailer was, there have to be some major imposters. That we find out because otherwise there's no point in having this television show there has yes. to be right there's got to be there at least to... one or two like pfft, like oh my yeah. god they were yeah. all along right and something yeah it's gonna you know something that's gonna lead us to the eventual da, 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 end game <laughs> it's like yeah i mean i think i you know what no and there's a reason why roadie is is in this and why he's been featured in all the marketing because i think this is actually taking us to armor wars uh, okay. Armor Wars is where everything I think is gonna get burned to the ground, and then we're gonna rebuild from that with bringing Kang in and and really heading towards the Kang Dynasty, right? With Kang and the you know multitude of Kangs. <laughs> yeah, because we need a new team of Avengers, right? Yes. So we need to build a new team of Avengers. This is the, the beginning of that, I think. The problem I think they're having right now is the original Avengers, everybody knew who they were, 
Like they mm-hmm. are just, you know, classic, classic, you know, like, you know, comic heroes and everything like that. Then now if they're with the new Avengers, unless you're a diehard into the comics, like the average Joe Schmo, they're not going to know who these people are. And therefore, I don't know if they're going to be as invested in them as they were with the originals. That that's that's my fear with this whole thing is they're throwing so many characters and everything at us that it's like we're not getting enough time to really absorb. Like the inter- I agree with, but not <laughs> yeah, the original. Like- the original concept: the average Joe Schmo in the street had no idea who Thor was, had no idea who Iron Man was. They were C and D list heroes before Marvel, Marvel gave yeah. them their own films to get us to know those characters. That's why each one of them had an origin film. No, no, no. But I you know said what you, they were before that. No, you said, <laughs> that was no, the no, no, no. Brooke, Brooke, you <laughs> yeah. said the average Joe on the street. We're not talking yeah. about us. The average Schmo on the street had no idea who these people were. Marvel took the time to introduce us to those characters, but not in a shove it in our face completely all the time every yeah. two weeks way, but in like, here's two major films that are going to show you these characters and we're going to build them up in their own franchises and then we're, yeah. if they don't you can't just do the avengers no the first under, film oh no, no one nobody goes and sees are. the avengers if the other no. films don't happen you have to well, have like those the, introductory um, films for the regular people on the street that now know who captain america and thor and iron man are yeah they had no idea who those characters were before those films came out no let's yeah. be honest for the uh, for the people on the street it's batman superman spider-man yep right yeah. That's yep, who those they are the know, main ones. Right? I mean, that's all to a certain extent, the X Men, because <laughs> yes. the X Men and Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman as well, Wonder and Wonder Woman, usually, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, and the Hulk, because, and the Hulk again, to the an Hulk. extent, yeah. But Hulk yeah. and Wonder um, Woman because of the eighties TV shows, because exactly. the characters grew up with that, and they've introduced exactly. Kids. But beyond yeah. that, I mean, right? Like, and even in comic book sales, when you're looking at the comic books that Marvel was Marvel was selling back, especially back in the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know, the golden X-Men. age of comics. Yeah. I mean, it was X Men. Yeah. And it wasn't just X Men, right? It was Uncanny X Men, X Men, Funny X Men. X Force. Yeah. And then you had the X Factor and the X Force. Yeah. 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 Gen X. Talking about the heyday of comics and stuff like that. Um, I just remember watching the first Into the Spider-Verse movie, and I was thrilled to see Spider-Ham because I remembered Spider-Ham from when I was a little kid. <laughs> and I was like, super so, like... Thank you for the segue. <laughs> <laughs> I go. think we need to talk about the Spider-Verse trailer because that one was... Because I, you know what's funny? It... Go ahead. But I yep. wanted to talk about you real quick. When we're talking about the multiverse in the MCU, part of the issue that I'm having with the multiverse in the MCU is is kind of what we're talking about is we're being inundated with it across so many different properties exactly. and done so many different. So every Spider-Man looks different, but every Doctor Strange looks the same. Like, it's so weird. You know who's doing the multiverse right? Spider-Verse is doing the multiverse right. Yes. Yes. Because it's I, contained. It, yeah, it's contained yes. within its own thing. It's not spreading off into so many no. different storylines. Mm-hmm. It's no. literally Miles Morales and his like multiverse basically so that's it like yeah <laughs> crazy this trailer this trailer i'm telling you this is one of the best trailers i've ever seen it See, is what got, so so good what got me was the animation on this because i'm i'm an animation nerd i've studied animation i wanted to be an animator didn't have the drawing skills but i've been studying animation since i was like in high school and the animation style they used on this was just something so fresh that I had not seen before. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. (laughs) 
And it looks even it's, better in the trailer. Film. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, because yeah. I literally just finished watching the first film again, like right before we came on. And yeah, yeah. You, you even if you've watched it a bunch of times, you forget. Like it won Best Picture for a reason for animated. Oh, exactly. Like yeah, like like I, I'm always a diehard fan of like the, the stop motion animation and stuff like that. But this even being CG'd and everything like that, which is the way everything's going, it just was a fresh way of taking it. Just how they did the action and everything and the the shading and everything is just, ah, oh, it's like, oh my God, I love it. <laughs> the spots. Yeah. So this is, this oh, is the yes, rumored, the this is the rumored main villain of the new film is the spot. And if you yeah, know, he's not going to be the main villain. No, because in the comics, well, by the way, the spot is not a new character. The, the spot is in the comics and in the comics, he's a bit of a joke throughout yep. his entire comic run. He's never been a major spider villain, but, he does have a unique ability is he can open up these little portals through different dimensions. And obviously that's going to play into what's going on in this particular film. Uh, can we talk about Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099? Cause oh. <laughs> how dope does he look? Oh my <laughs> Lord. So for those that are uninitiated, Marvel had a whole line of 2099 comics back in the day back in the early aughts and uh late 90s early aughts i i have a lot of them i was collecting at the time and spider-man 2099 was easily the best title of the ones that came it was out. it was the only yeah. good one and it's the, yeah. was the longest running one too i did like i did like doom i'm not gonna lie i did appreciate doom 2099 it's mm. early grant morrison work as well so i did enjoy that but yeah the <laughs> spider-man one very cool the miguel o'hara character very cool so he looks like essentially the main antagonist of this particular yes. film he's voiced by oscar isaac who is now i guess in yeah. you know he's just he's everywhere everything, doing everything. yeah <laughs> uh yeah but yeah so not, i love the not quite comic. Pedro pascal height but he's getting there <laughs> yes not that's interesting ed not digging him in the trailer i'd be curious as to your thoughts as to why you're not thinking hmm. miguel is i i think they're doing a brilliant job with miguel he was always a lot edgier than peter He's got the fangs. He's got the actual claws. He was, yeah. I mean, there we go. come on, man. Like that looks so spilling some beans. I'm, I'm, I'm getting this costume. So, anyways, <laughs> good old my our friend Reed's Props Plus has this suit. It doesn't quite fit him. It, it will likely fit me. So uh, Reed and I are gonna do a little exchange he's gonna take my money and i'm gonna take his suit and... <laughs> take my you money know, hang on right. hang on hang on hang on jen please don't keep this picture here for a second is this an actual screenshot from the trailer yes yeah i didn't even realize vulture was in this trailer <laughs> so oh. again, you've got spider verse so this is a variant a version yeah, a variant. Of vulture, vulture. Yeah. <laughs> wow yeah. yeah this is uh this is gonna be a good one i it, into the spider-verse is i want to say my favorite spider-man movie it's fantastic it's yeah so all is, the spider-man movies so good i think it's my favorite um and this looks like it's gonna be better like it looks amazing and yes they're gonna make him the antagonist it but, seems like it right yeah, yeah which is a little bit weird right because yes as much as he's a little bit of an edgier character a little darker a little more violent um i don't know making him the bad guy 
But I think it's important to note, and I think it's 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 maybe given away. And by the way, this wouldn't be spoilers because the movie's not even out yet. But it's clear there ends up being a moral choice that has to be made. He literally Ex yeah. says, "You can save one life, or you can save save everybody, all, yeah. save everyone yeah. in every world." Yeah. Someone mm -hmm. has to decide, make that hard decision, and it's and it's Miguel that makes it. So I get the sense that he's the antagonist, but only because he feels he, he has, has to be to, be. to yeah. save the multiverse, to save the Spider Verse. As opposed to say the needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few or the one, right? So exactly. I think that's why I think he's thrust into that role because he's so passionate about it. And I think it's given away in this trailer as to why, because I think he's got a little, I don't know if you remember, Kingpin is the protagonist of the first film and his whole yep. deal is trying to get his wife and kid back using yes, multiverse. Yeah. There's a shot in this second trailer of Miguel seeing his wife and daughter on a screen and it's assumed that they have died. And he's specifically not letting, he's not doing what Kingpin was doing in the first. So. The thing is, I'm feeling like that was, like, using the multiverse to basically rewrite your own history and everything like that is now being, like, commonly used. So it was done in Multiverse of Madness. Even over in the DC universe, you have it with the new, uh, the Flash movie coming out. Like, literally, like, it, it's... Like, as much as I appreciate the whole multiverse storylines and everything like that, it's like, okay, yes, we get it. You want to use the multiverse to go and erase and, you know, fix something you did in the past. It's like, I'd, I'd like a, a different spin on it. Be like, you know, okay, so, like, I don't know. That's just me, though. <laughs> I feel like this is that different spin, right, that we've never seen yeah. before. Um, and and, and I, I totally understand what you're saying. Um, yeah. You it's know, DC and Marvel, <laughs> yeah, DC and Marvel have been doing this for decades, right? They tapped into the multiverse decades ago, and they've been doing, you know, reboots for years, right? Using the multiverse to explain different characters and go in different areas and do different things. and Or bring three Spider-Mans together. <laughs> or bring three Spider-Mans together, or, you know what I mean? And, and that's fine. As long as you're not using it to a point where you're just constantly hitting me on the head with the same fucking hammer, right? Uh, like, as long that, as it stays fresh, then I'm okay with it. Oh, that uh, came to me. Hey. I can't believe you pulled that up. <laughs> for me, when I saw this, I busted out laughing. I laughed. It was so good. I was good. like, okay. Well, because he literally, but the scene right before that, he's like, all stations, stop Spider-Man. And then there's a pause, and they all, you? They all get the message. They're like, Wait, you, 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 you. <laughs> Eight million no. Spider-Man in there. Oh, I know. That was so good. No, what, what I'm just finding is that with a lot of movies, not just superhero movies, but a lot of movies nowadays, they're predictable. They're so predictable. It's like, I've mm. seen this storyline in, you know, slightly different, like, you know, ways and everything like that forever in a day. And it's like, I there's, there's no new concepts anymore, which sucks. <laughs> because I'd love to have something new yes literally write themselves out of a corner da, 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 yeah, aaron is saying that they were there that, that was their way of writing themselves out of a corner and it really was right and 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 they just kept using it and using it and using it. and they're still using it right now yeah. they're doing it in the movies but i feel like spider-verse is the exception to the rule because i feel like that's not it what is. was happening in the first one and it doesn't look no. like that's what's happening here so no they're, yeah. they're really embracing this the, the spider-verse in these movies right it's not about writing yourself out of a corner as much as it is exploring that you know bringing spider-ham in 
Yay, right? Spider Ham. <laughs> right, Spider Man Noir. Yeah, and, Spider Man Noir is pretty damn cool. I'm not you gonna know, lie. That was pretty that, dope. That was really neat, right? How yeah. they 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 they're using it to to develop story. They're not using it to write themselves out of a story. Right. Right. Agreed. That's the way I feel about that difference there but anyway yeah anyways continuing up because <laughs> well no but at the thing, especially in the first movie at the beginning of the movie it's it's miles is in brooklyn and he gets bit by a spider and yeah. and Mild he gets spider powers and at the <laughs> end of the movie it's miles in brooklyn with spider powers like there's nothing like there's no you know what i mean like it's they're not using it to try to you know fob something new or different or weird on us it's literally like this is this kid's story it's and the introduction of miles in, yeah but at yeah, the end which, of the day, it's that yeah. guy's story, and that's yeah. who we follow throughout. And that's to me what the most important part of the whole thing is. They don't use Miles like Doctor Strange. They don't use Miles to get other people's stories across. Yeah, it's Miles' story, and as long as they keep that, I think that's the key difference in what it should be moving forward. But uh, mm. we'll see. This movie that's might be poop, point. guys. We don't know, but I mean, the trailer <laughs> is a banger. So, oh yeah, definitely yeah. a banger. It slaps. Absolutely. <laughs> yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, take from brother ed here he, he's talking about i think superior spider-man should be the main antagonist catalyst in the movie the comic is based on doc ox spidey i think that one's a now again so for those of you that don't know uh peter parker died briefly and dr otto octavius <laughs> put his mind into peter's body and was spider-man for a time and he ended up being changed this is all in the comics the concept was weird but it was actually received pretty well because it was written really really well but I still think it's still a little bit too weird of a concept for for the movies themselves and for kids to get behind. And... Yeah, I'd agree with that for sure. Hey, listen, it's... it's a weird concept to begin with that yeah. a guy that's as evil and as twisted as Doc Ock, because now he's doing some good, becomes a superhero and a good guy. Like, come on, man. Like, he's a supervillain for crying out loud. Not to like, mention that I'm... the Doc Ock in this universe is not it's 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 a woman. By the yeah. way, in in his universe, costume. yes, yeah. So, very very cool costume. I would love to. See, I've never. I haven't seen a cosplay of that yet. I would love to see a cosplay of that. We have someone in the chat here who has an amazing Doctor Octopus cosplay. I don't know if you know who that is. But it's my buddy <laughs> JS. Oh, who me? Oh, more. Ah, you. Oh yes, my god. My, uh, <laughs> oh my, my doc god. okay. Oh my god. My it's doc Ock, like, You only think it's good because you think I look like him, but you know that's okay. No, but that's no. That's Ed. that's. that's <laughs> Part of it. Doc Ock was the only one to live only one to... Peter's life better than Peter. Yeah. yeah. Like well, I said, I, mean, I understand not, it was not written wrong. well. I don't know wrong. that it would necessarily translate well on screen, Ed. I mean, I'd be willing to give it a shot, but I do like Pe that they they brought Miguel O'Hara in and he's like the leader of the of the the spider team, whatever you want to call them. Well, they spoiled that at the end of the last movie, right? I mean, that was the He's in at the season. very end doing the yeah. meme. Like he's the he's yeah. the pointy guy or whatever, but yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you see him put the suit on. Miguel. Oh, do you? Did you not see the end credit scene of Spider Verse? No, I'll have to oh watch it now. Oh my god! Okay, now how go... dare you? Are you serious? It's a it's a so, Marvel movie. What do you expect? So it's Hello? a Sony movie. It is not, in fact, a Marvel movie. It is a Sony movie. So they don't oh, okay. always have end credit. Oh, okay. Sony okay. movie ones. So. Okay. Uh, okay, Jeff. They... You you've watched the trailer how many times now? Approximately uh, off the top of your head. Fifty at least. Okay. <laughs> so fifty times. Yeah. Um. I, uh, Brooke, how many times did you watch it so far? Uh, a good two, three times already, just today. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, I watched it probably three or four times, but I didn't rewatch it today. So, Jeff, fire off quickly. Mm. Different versions of Spider-Man that you noticed, that you recognized. 
they do have a couple of superior Spider-Man suits. There was definitely the PS4 Spider-Man. I saw. Yeah. The, oh wow! <laughs> uh, yes, I saw yeah. the manga Spider-Man, which is a rare one. Yeah. Spider-Punk, obviously, we got a good Spider show. Punk. Spider-Punk. Yeah, we get a good show. Uh, of Spider-Man India makes uh, a, a vocal appearance. Oh, there's there's Spider-Punk. There's Spider-Punk right there. In yeah. fact, there's by the way, there's Spider-Man India literally right behind him. That's Spider-Man. Oh, there you India go. Right there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. 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 Um, I saw the Future Foundation suit. In the background, what was that one? Uh, when they when she says this is the lobby and you had all the crisscrossing. Th- oh, w- sorry, which one is the Future Foundation suit? Yeah, the white the white suit with the black accents. Right, 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 right. When right. he joined the Fantastic Four, yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, what what other suits did I see? I saw so many friggin' suits. <laughs> what about you guys? Were there any any that you caught that I didn't that I didn't just mention? Oh, oh my God! Of course, Scarlet oh. Spider. Yeah. Oh my God, Robbie's gonna kill me. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, Scarlet Spider and Scarlet Spider, by the way, drawn v- almost exactly like he looks in the comics. By the way. Yeah. Like that. Well, they a- all look like they look in the comics. That was really that he yeah. looks exactly like he looks in the comics. That's that's pretty dope. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I can't believe I, I can't believe I forgot Scarlet Spider. That's crazy. I'm, I'm trying to think. Well, <laughs> yeah, I know. Very bad. So. There are so many. Uh, any any villains other than Vulture and uh, the Spot that you noticed? I did not see. No, but I was really no. watching for spiders. I did. I wasn't really. <laughs> I wasn't watching for. Uh... Oh yeah, and the new Spider Woman. Yes. Oh yes, 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 yes. A very pregnant one, by the way, which is interesting. <laughs> oh, and really? of course, hold on, we can't forget my all-time favorite Spider-Man. Peter B. Parker comes back in this film as yes, well. Yes, Peter. Peter B. Parker is back. Peter That's Parker right. Parker is me. I am him. We are one. That is my. I love Peter B. Parker. He, he's that, my Patronus. Uh, sure. Yeah. That, oh, the that, horse. There is a horse. Yes, there is a horse. That's correct. There's a spider <laughs> horse. Yes. We see that at the very end clip where the guy's on the couch and he's getting the therapy and he's like, and then look down and my uncle and he's like, let me guess, he was dead. And then you see Miles bust through and all the Spider-Men chasing <laughs> yeah, him and he's... one of them is a freaking horse. <laughs> That's right. Well, uh, and I guess that main Spider-Man. poster too, if you look back behind Miles in that main poster, I guess you can see quite a few of the, the, spider, the Spider-Men that are there as there well. We oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. And there's Miguel right up front. Yep, yep. Yep. Oh, there's the armored spider. I can see that one. The armored Spider-Man on the right. That silver armor oh, that he yep, had on yep. the wall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I only know Uh-oh. this because it's a Bronze Age reference. Okay. Look to your left. Do you see the guy with the bag on his head? Yes. Yep. Okay. So that is Peter Parker. His suit got wrecked. He had to borrow a suit from the Fantastic <laughs> Four. This is back in the 80s. Oh my so god. They, Johnny Storm gave him a suit, but of course he doesn't wear a mask, so they put a bag <laughs> on his head while he's going across town with no shoes, by the way. He's just wearing oh a god. Fantastic Four suit and a bag on his head to oh my keep god. his identity a secret. That's a deep cut. Yeah, that's great. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stupendous. Stupendous. Yeah, I am not as familiar. I am I am a resident DC guy. I'm not going to lie. Uh, so I don't know all of these. Like, there's Punk, obviously, on the right. Yep. There's Gwen that we've seen before. There's Yay, Miguel. Gwen. There's Scarlet. Uh, I don't know who that, what the wig, uh, the wig is on the on the upper right there. Not the upper right, but the lower right there. I don't know who that is. Uh, I can see the armored spider just in, in behind there with the silver on that. That's the manga Spider-Man that's, that's just above Punk on the right. 
Uh, yeah, man. I don't know. I think that's, yeah, I don't know, dude. There's a lot of them in there. Is that silk in the back there or can I just, am I seeing something wrong? Uh, maybe. 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 It wouldn't shock me if we see silk. <laughs> yeah, I don't, yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they already. haven't introduced silk yet. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But no. I mean, this is what, I, but this is what I mean. Like the, the multiverse is there to service the story. It's not the story is there to service the multiverse. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a it's a plot element that's there to help with the characters and, and and make the world interesting and everything else. It's not there to to I don't know. It's, it makes it's, everything it's, canon. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's I don't know, man. It's it's dope. I really like how they're doing it in this series. So hopefully, it maintains that level. And and I mean, Miles is clearly older now. Like he's oh, yeah. aged up and a little sassy with his parents there. And <laughs> you can tell they're trying to focus on like what Peter always struggled with was, was maintaining essentially like three lives, right? Like he's got to be like just his himself. And then he's got to be the, the high school kid getting grades and taking pictures. And then he's got to be freaking Spider-Man. Like say so getting sass from his mother for not doing good in Spanish class. That's right. So you're making your Puerto Rican mother like sad. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like Spider-Man always worked better as a kid. Right. Yeah. I that, mean, the whole point of Spider-Man was to be a child, to yeah. have the kids relate to the comic book character. Right. Before yeah. Spider-Man, all the comic book characters were adults. They were big, giant men. Right. Yeah. And, and then along comes Spider-Man, who's a kid in school. All of a sudden, all the kids that are reading the comic books, they're seeing themselves in this character. For me... Spider-Man always worked better as a teenager. Um, I think that's where that character needs to be. And I feel like Miles gives us a chance to redo Spider-Man as a teenager. Yeah. Just doing the same thing over and over again. Right. Yeah. That's what I feel like Miles and the Spider-Verse are giving us is they're giving us a fresh look at Spider-Man with keeping into the spirit of who Spider-Man should be. That's all I'm going to say about that. Can we talk about one of the best lines in that trailer? Um, Miguel O'Hara yelling at uh, yelling at Miles, saying uh, that 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 little teenage that little nerd, Doctor Strange, and that little nerd on Earth one nine 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 nine. Yes. So for those of the uninitiated, even though in Multiverse of Madness, uh, Rachel says it's yeah. Earth six one six, it's not. Earth six one six is the comic version of the Marvel yes. universe. Yeah. The cinematic universe is Marvel uh, is Earth one nine 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 nine. So he does make a direct reference to the <laughs> MCU, Doctor Strange, and that little nerd that is Tom Holland. So uh, that was very very cool for them to sneak that in there and do that in such a way that they're acknowledging that it's there. Now the real question here is: now that the reference has been made, does Tom Holland have some sort of a part to play in this film? Because apparently um, the plan was for him to have an appearance in the first film, but they cut it out, not cut it out, but they, they cut it out of the script because they felt it would be too distracting. But especially after are we no talking about home, an animated Tom Holland. Yeah. Yeah. I, then I, it's I not, no. then it's not, if you're making an animated Tom Holland, then it's not earth one nine 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 Spider-Man. Right. Yeah. Right. I, so right, you, so he would, would have you to be in live action. action then? No, because then that would just not make sense. But he, but he referenced it though, so clearly it exists. Oh yeah, it does. They, they... But other than in passing, I don't think there's going to be a. Sorry, yeah, but... I, yeah. No, I, I agree. Like, yeah, it, yes, they acknowledge that. Yes, this does exist, but 
that's pretty much all there is to it. Like, well, you got to think. Ed agrees. He thinks it will be a live action Tom. I'm going to go out a limb. I'm, yeah. I'm going to say it's going to. I'm. I'm saying. I'm going to say it's going to be an animated one. I. Yeah, I, I, I don't I think this universe knows they're animated. Like they don't, they don't act like they're cartoons. They act like they're real people. We, we just happen to be viewing it in animation, right? So I don't, I, I, I probably not. Feeling. They've got spider ham. Yeah. <laughs> of course, Peter dropping anvils there, on guys, getting out mallets out. and shit. It's great. No, I'd, I'd like to keep Tom Holland out of it, yeah. just so it can exist as its own entity and not have to ride on, you know. Tom Holland being the Spider-Man wow. from the like, cinematic. Th that's my view. Like I, no, no, no. I, I'm not can, disagreeing he, with you. I would like the same. Still, I'm sick to death of Tom Holland. I don't want like, him in this film, but he, I have a nasty feeling exist. he's going to be in it. Yeah. He, he can still exist as, you know, one of the thousands and thousands of Spider-Men that are like, you know, in the back of the trailer or whatever the heck like that. But I, I don't think it's fair to Miles's story to bring him to the front. Mm -hmm. Like it's just because then it's taking away from, his story like you said like this is miles story Eric well oh, okay eric has a good point they uh, went to the an animated universe briefly right yeah <laughs> so uh, thor's worthy is saying uh unless he travels like in doctor strange when he went to the paint universe and that's that's a very good point um I still don't think that that movie needs Tom Holland. Oh, it does not. It absolutely does not. That's the first no. thing, right? Um, then if you're going to do a live action, it's going to look like, you know, Roger Rabbit or Cool Boy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's I don't think it's going to be like if he's there, I think he's going to be animated. I'm I'm sorry, yeah. but that's just how it's going to be. The Actually, whole that's what Aaron is, is saying, so. funny enough. He's yeah. saying make it like Roger Rabbit. Make it like thing. Roger Rabbit. I, I don't I... think that would work very well. No. Yeah. No. Unless hey, it was like a, a one-off, uh, like a post-credits thing, then uh, then I then I'm fine with it. If it's like a little nod in the post-credits, cool. But I still don't think it works. I think if he's going to be in it, he's got to be animated, and it's got to be like something fleeting. It's got to be he says a line and he's gone. Like it can't be yeah. something big. It's got to be like just a small thing. You're having literally every other Spider-Man. Yeah. So okay, so maybe not. Hulk. Do you bring in Toby and Andrew? No, no, no. Like I get like it, it would just be like you see them in the mass amounts of, you know, you recognize their costumes in the mass amount of like Spider-Man that there are. But again, I would not bring them to the forefront because then it's taking away. Yeah, from, it's taking no, away. No, but what from if what if it's you want to have story. Tom Holland in passing, standing in corner in live action form and laying on a not not live action. No, no, no. no. I'm talking. But about even if he is live action, right? I cool with that. I'm 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 more cool with that than making him an actual character that's going to speak in the movie and have a part in the actual story. I don't want him to have a part in the story. Okay. Yeah, like I I would I would like for them like to acknowledge the other Spideys, but not have them be part of the storyline. Like be like okay. you know, hey Spidey, hey Spidey, hey Spidey, or do the meme or whatever the heck, and then that be it. But the, I am seeing a lot yeah. of chatter online wanting them to have. A small something. Some, well, it was, it was the well, same. Li I'm thinking about it, guys. You're literally bringing in every other Spider-Man that's ever existed, but you're specifically leaving these three out for whatever reason. So I, I that's I think that's where it's coming from is why people want to have it. And of course, after No Way Home, they saw okay cool be to have the three of them. But I'm not saying. Hold on, I'm not saying make it like No Way Home, like like Aaron yeah. saying here. Quick 10 second gimmick. Cool. I'm fine with that. Not that I need it, but if they're going to do it, if it's something like that, I'm okay. You're right. I don't want them to be a main part of the story, but 
but it yeah. would still at this point it would feel kind of weird to completely leave them out no and even with like with no way home everybody was like oh my god they're doing the multiverse thing like are they gonna bring it so they they basically like acknowledged the fans wishes to have the other two spider-man well, the well, they, they did they also made like 1.7 billion dollars <laughs> so it's it's you know what I'm so, saying? No. Like it, it wasn't a bad move, right? No, it wasn't a bad move that to make doesn't them make canon. that money without those guys in it. No, it, it wasn't a bad move to make them canon at this point. But even then, in that, why didn't they acknowledge Miles? Well, technically, <laughs> Miles is uh, Aaron does appear uh, in Homecoming, so Uncle yeah. Aaron. So his his uncle does appear in there, and he references his nephew. So there is a direct reference to Miles. Just. Obviously, I would have seen before. By the way, if this happens, this is great. Has anybody seen the 1970s Japanese Spider-Man? No. Okay. I gotta oh, look at this now. oh, do yourself a favor, kids. Check out Japanese Spider-Man live action. It's fantastic. He's got his suits on a wrist brace, and he just—it almost looks like Power Rangers esque. He just throws the wrist brace out. Oh, the suit flies out that. of his wrist yeah, brace, and then the next shot, that. he's wearing it. Yeah, it—that's Japanese Spider-Man. Check that oh, out. Oh, wow. Awesome. And I would love to see, see, by the way, for us oldies, I'd love to see the Spider-Man from the Electric Company. If they could sneak that Spider-Man, oh, that would be fantastic, right? I would take that, oh, right? Wow. Just little, little. Uh, I, I, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to, those three are going to be in it just because I don't think they want to tie it to a Marvel at all. Uh, and B, for me anyway, if they're bringing them in as animated versions, that feels like other versions and not them. But that's that's just for me. And and anyway. And I feel like if they brought in like Toby McGuire, like, you know, like it's like, you know, like yeah, then everybody would expect, okay, is he gonna do more? Because because of the popularity that he's he's garnered and everything from his movies then people are gonna be like you know like why didn't he have a bigger part i don't understand this movie sucks now blah 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 none of this conversation takes place if they don't make a direct reference to the mcu in the fucking True. trailer like you understand that you're right it's all coming <laughs> you're right 100 right? and with the bonker success of no way home and how everything is multiversal now like that's why yeah. the conversation's yeah. being had online oh yeah why not the 70s live at tv live action spider-man too well they they oh live action yeah that's what i'm saying yeah, get them all in there, man. You got eight million of them in there now. You might as well throw a few more in there, even if they're only on screen for four seconds, right? Who cares? <clears throat> Anywho, well, if it's just gonna be another suit, then yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, like you want to yeah, have the McGuire suit walking across. Wow, you know, all three of them walking together. You yeah. know, and... yeah, that'd be cool. I, you know what? Even that, I'd be fine with. Yeah. I think they should have a small line, but that's it's, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. Totally fine. You get Miles and you get Gwen to go start walking, and then you get like Toby coming towards us, and you do the whole meme with the you know looking back at like. <laughs> no, the distracted boyfriend meme. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Only it would be Gwen looking back at Toby, going, "Hey, hey yeah, like... <laughs> how you doing? How you doing?" Um, guys, we've anyway. been on for an hour. Yes, we. There's one more trailer to talk about. There's too. one more trailer to talk about, and, and we're gonna lose Brooke on this. <laughs> No, I watched the Blue Beetle trailer. All Did right, you? all right, all right. Well, yes. there you go. The Talk Blue about Beetle teenage trailer. superheroes. Guys, if you've not seen the Blue Beetle trailer, go check it go out. watch it. Because yeah. it was also friggin' cool. dope. Yes. Yeah, like... Yeah, it, like it was not what I was him, expecting. Like, what? Yeah, not what I was expecting yeah. at all. This looks way better than I was expecting. 
Although we had already seen the suit, now that it's fully finished in CG and everything. I like how the scare basically jumps on him like a flipping face hugger for Christ's Oh, I know. I, yeah, I can't believe they showed it to us in the trailer. The movie. Yeah, and then just everything's growing right. I'm like, oh, okay, this is like DC mm -hmm. symbiote, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like slight body horror. I mean, there's some yeah. scenes I was like, whoa, they're pushing it here a little. But, but trying as, to keep the humor aspect. <laughs> and trying to keep the humor aspect, but, you know... Uh, the some humor green, does come some, back. Some Green Lantern vibes, too. Not going to yes. lie. Yes. Yep. Definitely. Um, when he makes that sword at the end, that yep. very, very Green Lantern vibes. Like, he's basically making a construct of whatever he's... The suit literally yeah. says to him, I can make whatever you make imagine. Make whatever you want. Exactly, yeah. exactly what the Green Lantern does, like, ring does. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that was dope. Yeah. Uh, he makes Especially, that sword, yeah. And then yeah. he... Yeah. I just kind of in half. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, if you're looking at this screenshot here of the actual trailer, you're going to think, oh, wow, this looks like a cheap 1990s cartoon. And it kind of does. But at, when it's moving, it looks dope. Oh, it's sick. I it mean, and, yeah. As he starts <laughs> learning to use the suit, you can tell the, his progression through the trailer. And that's <laughs> it, that it, final it, scene. And Yeah. It's almost like he does, like, you know, kind of the iron man thing where he's you know learning the suit and learning how to work it and everything like that especially with the whole going up to space and all of a sudden eh, let's go flick <laughs> everybody is saying it's no hawk bluey looks so good making everything that sword that sword's dope it's uh, like it's like katana on crack it's amazing <laughs> yeah it, it's like a sword right out of like it almost fantasy seven yeah, it reminds me of the Buster Sword, like the base Buster Sword. <laughs> yeah, especially for any of my folks that have watched Young Justice, especially I think it was the second season of Young Justice, where Blue Beetle. Uh, ah, yes, Aaron. season two. Aaron, uh, thanks Aaron. for joining us, bud. Have a good Easy, one. Dude. Uh, yeah, when we find when Blue Beetle comes to the forefront and the Reach mm -hmm. is invading and and that, no, that is whole that thing. two? Or three? I no, think that is two. Be, is that two. is two. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. three is the final season, right? Or is that four? Uh, I think four is the final season, which was then not, three which was is not the good, season. The three is the season where Blue Beetle is heavily is there, okay with the reach. Uh, yeah, yeah, with the reach. This looks yeah. very reminiscent of that, as far as like how he came to be, how he got the scarab, how the suit, yeah, looks, what he can do with it. It looks yes. very reminiscent of that. So um, even I'm, the suit looks almost identical <clears throat> to yeah that show the the. The Young Justice? It was Young Justice. Young Justice, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think yeah. it was Young Justice or Teen Titans, but it was Young Justice. No, Young Justice, <laughs> no, Young yeah. Justice. yeah, yep, for yep. sure. Yep. Yeah. Yep, very much looking forward to that. And so here's where it gets weird. So even though James Gunn didn't have anything to do with this film, apparently this film, he's saying, is in his initial address at the end of January, he's saying that this film is part of the new DCU. Oh, Interesting. So I don't know how that exactly works. The timeline for all this DC stuff is getting weirder than the than the Fox X-Men timeline. Like, I don't really <laughs> understand how it's all going to come together. Because The Flash is supposed to be the reboot movie, but this is happening before yeah. that. And then Aquaman 2 is happening after that. And then, but and they're we've been both waiting technically pre- <laughs> They were made pre pre James Gunn, so like, are they canon? Are they not canon? Who's staying? Who's going? 
Yeah. Wonder Woman was just in Shazam. She's got a cameo in there. And yeah, young enough uh, cast to fit into Gun DCU. No, I get that. And that's a good yeah. point, Ed. But I mean, Gun was pretty specific. Like, we're launching it with Superman Legacy. Creature Commandos is already part of it. All of this predates that. But in the same breath, he said that Blue Beetle would be part of. So I, I don't. It's, I almost need like a primer. I need like a like give me the Wikipedia article that's going to tell me what's going to be. Like, there you you need more footnotes than you do to play um, uh, Elden Ring for Christ's sake. It's, it's like, uh, yeah, I don't. I'm I'm concerned. I am I am visibly concerned about that. They're they're going into MCU territory where they're just trying to shove as much in your face and hope to heck that it sticks. Well, that part I don't necessarily mind because the DCU has been like the DCEU, I guess to say DC movies ever that anything that's not Batman has been struggling essentially. Absolutely. Right? So they've yeah. kind of been doing that from the jump, just trying to see what will work and what won't. And some of it has worked brilliantly and some of it has worked terribly. So it's I get that part of it. They're not inundating us with a million shows and eight movies a year they're not marveling no, like us five, i don't yeah, feel exactly yeah. but at the end of the day i still need to know what's what like if you're yeah. going to tell me that james gunn that you're going to connect everything but then tell me that previous projects are somehow still going to connect but it's before the flash film which is going to reboot everything and some will stay in some what yeah <laughs> is james gunn just gonna be on the side of the screen for all these movies going this is canon this is not this will be like what the fuck is going to go on so the beginning of the flash is gonna like be, be the beginning of Star Wars, and they're gonna like, have like the trailing like you know thing going on, so it gives oh, you like a primer. Man, yeah, <laughs> these characters it will stay; mm. these ones will go. I was gonna say, long time ago, and yeah. see you far away. Like, uh, it's so frustrating. I think uh, this specific movie will depend on how well it does. If it's gonna right get written into James Gunn's plans or not. And right. the yeah. only reason I think it's going to be possible is because it will have no ties to any other movie. It'll have no ties to Shazam. It'll have no ties to the DCEU. It'll have no ties to Wonder Woman or anybody. Black Adam or anything like that. Yeah, Nothing. And because of that, if it does well, Gunn may decide to say, you know what? We're going to keep that going. Right? The thing you got to remember about Flashpoint this. is... Not everything has to go and not everything needs to stay, even though so far everything after it's come out has been announced that it's going. But, Why? but you, but yeah, but you know, as soon as they don't try to tie up, like, you know, yes, there's going to be some loopholes and stuff like that, but if they don't tie up every single storyline in, like, you know, this universe or whatever, people are just like, oh. yeah. <laughs> Like, even, like, Endgame. There, I can't remember what part. There's a part back in Endgame, and I'm like, how did this person find out this information? Like, it, like, it didn't make sense to me. <laughs> so it's like, huh? So, so but that's me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is the one that, for sure, I think is, is for me, one of the movies I'm the most interested in out of all the DC movies that have been announced or coming out in the next while. Aquaman too, meh. The Flash. I mean, yeah. the Flash. I'm I'm kind of excited to see Michael Keaton back, obviously, and yes. the Batmobile oh. and, and all that jazz. But that, that, oh, I got truly fine when I heard that. I was like, oh, yeah. So, so, so. I'm not really all that excited about the movie itself, but Blue Beetle. Yeah, this this trailer has really got me jazzed up. I, I will go see Flash just for Keaton. Okay. <laughs> That's fair. 
they're banking on that, right? That's why he's exactly. so heavily featured in yeah. not only the trailer, Ex but the poster and everything. Exactly. Right? This is and literally the, the Batwing. The, the 1989 the, Batwing behind, you know, uh, Ezra Miller in the, on the poster. So Yeah, the, the problem I'm finding, though, is you can always tell a movie that they're scared is going to do well when they over-hype it and they over, like, like take a look at Black Adam for Christ's sakes. They had The Rock in Toronto to promote the movie and everything. It did not do well. <laughs> I watched it. It was an okay standalone movie, but eh, like I honestly didn't care one way or another about his character. <laughs> like it's to me, it was a mistake that Shazam wasn't the one to go up against Black Adam instead of Hawkman and yeah. Uh, Dr. Fate and whoever the other two were. I don't even remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Adam, Adam Smasher and Cyclone. Adam, yes. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those ones where we're going to introduce you to this brand new possible superhero. He doesn't yeah, die. Yeah, exactly. And by the way, here's the group that are trying to stop him. You got to learn from these two guys, too. Here's all their backs. It's like, whoa. <laughs> like, he's up. <laughs> yeah. Just, as cool as Hawkman was. Yes, I loved. I, I they did they did him perfect. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, the movie I like Doctor Fate. Doctor Fate was good. Yeah, Ed Pierce was so epic. Yes, he was. Pierce was very good. Uh, but Shazam should have been. Yeah, that who, that should have. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, Agreed. the the rumor is that that was the plan, and uh, and a certain world's biggest movie star um vetoed it so yeah. he wanted the properties completely separate from each other he did not want involvement cross or otherwise either him in the shazam films or shazam in his which films. is dumb because so, they're and, it hurt, right? it hurt yeah. both movies no question like, yeah. that's why he's not getting a second film and yeah. that's why he's not being part of the yeah. dcu anymore have yeah. fun with that <laughs> yeah shazam 2 should have been shazam versus black guy yep that's simple yeah, Black Adam should have been an entryway into Shazam 2, where the end goal is the fight between those two. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. So, uh, yeah, oh, sorry, just really quickly back to, because uh, I just wanted to rewatch that that really briefly thing, that the, the chapter one, Gods and Monsters, the, the, the DC slate that James Gunn yes. put out <laughs> on YouTube. So I'm, I've literally just got it frozen with the animated, the... Uh, the closed captioning on. So Blue Beetle is a fantastic film about a kid who's a marvelous part of the DCU. So he does mention Blue Beetle being a part of the DCU. Now, when when is the release date of Blue Beetle? Is it? I'm saying it's uh, pre, but is it post The Flash? Is it after it, The Flash? Is it June or July? When the heck is Flash now? Ah, dang it. <laughs> okay, who's got a computer nearby? Right <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm looking it up. I okay. should have it here in a second, August eighteenth. Yeah, it's coming out Flash after movie? the Flash. It's out after the Flash. Yeah, because the Flash is coming out next month, isn't it? Uh, Sorry, the Flash is in June. The Flash is yeah. in June. Okay, so the Blue okay. Beetle is coming out after the Flash. Okay. So that would mean that it would be yeah. That so only leaves part... Aquaman two part of the old guard right after. The Flash. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm surprised that they're not actually releasing them on the May 2-4 down in the States, because that's always the big weekend that they release films. Mm -hmm. And they've pushed it now to June, so. 
<laughs> yeah, it was originally supposed to be in May, was it not? Probably. Like, I feel th- like that's it was. A- Movie's well, this movie's been in the can for a long time, and I think there was a lot of COVID shit that went on too. That they well, had to yeah, deal that's with and kind such, of and then... yeah. The May the May two four weekend in the states is always the big one. It's always May two four uh, Thanksgiving weekend, like Memorial Day weekend, everything like that. Those are the big movie weekends that they that like um, that they strive to have their big heavy hitters for summer and stuff like that out for. So. So they might miss the mark a little bit. It depends on what else is coming out. Like the only thing really that they have to deal with that we know so far is Guardians, but that's coming out like a whole month before Flash. So you'll have time for people to, you know, watch, cry, reminisce everything about Guardians and then prep. So it might not be a bad thing that they've waited a bit longer. (laughs) A little concerned about Guardians, I'm not going to lie. I'm ready, but I'm so not ready. (laughs) I'm ready to sob. Well, I mean, yeah, if you're ready to stop, I mean, you're in the good spot because I'm pretty sure a lot of the current Guardians, well, maybe not a lot, but (laughs) some of the current Guardians, I think, are going to die by the end of this movie. Yeah, I'm afraid of that, but whatever, that's what it is. (laughs) This is it for the Guardians of the Galaxy, at least for this iteration. They may come back in 10, 15, 20 years or something else, but... Multiverse! (laughs) Yeah, but I think this is going to be the last of the Guardians that we're. Oh yeah, for sure. Which you Um, know what we've had them for like what nine years, so it's a good run. They've been a part of many things. So you know what? Let's rather than just literally beat a dead rocket, (laughs) let's just end it. (laughs) Yeah, because let's think about it. They've been part of. They have two of their own movies. They were in both End Games. They were in uh, Thor: Love and Thunder. Yep, for a brief uh, period at the beginning, yep. Yeah, and now they're getting a third movie. Yep. Uh, I mean, that's six. They were in six movies. So Yeah, far. like they've had a lot of screen time. For ones that, you know, they weren't sure about Guardians to begin with, and then it proved to be a massive hit. And so Again, they had to Guardians, they, had to roll they were it. like C-tier comic book characters, Exactly. Right? And the movie just exploded and just... That was one of those ones that just you know skyrocketed them to a tier. That's that's that second film though. Oof. In, yeah, I mean, did not enjoy that second film. That was that's very close to Thor two for me for my least favorite of the MCU films. It's but I the one not, thing. And can... by the way, I am the biggest Kurt Russell fan in the whole world. And he, <laughs> he wasn't enough to save that film for me. It's just, oof. The one thing I can respect about the second Guardians movie is that it can be a standalone movie. Like, you're not suddenly having Kurt Russell, like, you know, hey, look, I'm back. I'm part of the multiverse now. I'm coming back to do it in several... No, it can be a standalone movie. It doesn't doesn't make it a good one, but it's certainly standalone. Absolutely. There was choices in that movie. Definitely choices. Oof. Oof. I... Oof. I didn't. I didn't mind. I, I I appreciate it for what it is. How's that sound? Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, fair enough. And I mean, I'm the same. hey, man. I mean, I watched. We had it we and... had Megan on this channel arguing about how good Thor: The Dark World was, and we had to listen oh, to that for go. way too long. So I I get it. That's fine. We can I all appreci- have our our likes. Yeah. And dislikes. I appreciated mm-hmm. parts of that movie, not the whole thing, but parts. <laughs> I did too. What was the part I yeah. I appreciated the most when it the ended? Credits. When it ended. <laughs> yeah, it was over. Guys, we're going to have to cut it off. I mean, we've been on for an hour and 15 minutes. 
Um, yeah, because I talk too damn much. <laughs> oh, that's okay. That's quite all right. That's why we uh, have you on. Brooke, if people want to find you online, um, where can they find you at? Uh, I am on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook under Shadowstorm. So S-H-D-W-S-T-R-M. Like basically Shadowstorm without the vowels. So that's how you can find me. Uh, yeah, I've managed to land that on pretty much all the major social media. Mm -hmm. So so that's how you can find me. I'm mostly on Instagram though. So if you have any questions about my rocket build or just want to titty chat in general or whatever, by all means, shoot me a message and I will get back to you. When's the next time you're going to be out in cosplay? Uh, it, I actually leave next Friday to drive eight hours north to Timmins. Oh wow! Yeah, no, Timmins, uh, Timmins Con up and uh, up that way. So I'm going with Candy Cosplay and Angelic Luca Cosplay. So this is our fourth year doing it. Well, fourth year for me, but yeah, it's an eight-hour drive north. Uh, it's two days, Saturday and Sunday. It's at a curling arena, actually. It's kind of neat. So it's a nice little mining town. So the whole town literally comes out. Like everybody comes out. It's one of the biggest events that they have up there. So. And I get awesome. to judge the get to judge the costume contest and everything. So yeah, are we going to see you at London Comic Con? I will try. My, when is London? Usually September, October ish. Yeah, end of September, early October. Close yeah, usually. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. A couple weeks after so, Fan Expo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So far, my work schedule has been good. I've managed to get almost every single con on my weekends off. So here's hoping. <laughs> But I still have three weeks of vacation to take, so we'll see. <laughs> uh, it is no, that's not right. That's gonna be London on. That's gonna be London, London. That's the cool yeah. London, not not. Yeah, us. don't that's... don't do MCM. That's London, England. <laughs> uh, well, that's weird. September sixteenth is what our boy Keith is saying. There we yeah. go. Thank you, Keith. And I'm trying to think. That's the week after. Yeah, I'm yeah, I'm off that weekend, so I'll be there. <laughs> so two weeks two weeks after fan expo yeah yep uh yep. jeff any final uh words? ck expo on april 30th uh mm -hmm. in chatham kent i will be hosting the cosplay contest uh we have uh like we've always done beginner intermediate and advanced this year we're adding a group category uh, the cosplay contest is sponsored by Lens Mills and Lindy Cosplay Supply. So there are cash prizes for our winners as far as that goes. Uh, awesome. of the channel, uh, <laughs> Ill Gotten Hugs won the yep. advanced category last year at CK nice. Expo. And our friend editor Megan was in second place in the advance. So uh, they both did very well. Congratulations, guys. Good job. Uh, so, yes, I'll be hosting the cosplay contest there. Always a fantastic con. And then. May the 4th in London, Ontario, Canada. The Geeks and Company proudly oh, present. My lightsaber's not there. That's all right. May the 4th <laughs> be with you on Mine's, London. Mine's there. In London at the London <laughs> Brewing Cooperative, 521 Berber Place. Uh, reach out to any of us, any of the Geeks and Co. team. And we are happy to give you any details that you might have missed from the podcast. Uh, it is a free event running from 3 until 9. There will be games. There will be trivia. There will be music. There will be prizes. There will be raffles. There will be stickers. There will be photo ops. There will be all kinds of really cool stuff to participate in. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th, London, Ontario. It's free. Be there. Be square. Have fun. That's what I've got coming up. What about you, JS? Anybody watch? Well, I mean, same thing. Uh, minus CK Expo. I'm not right, going right, to get right. CK yep, Expo. Yep, yep, but, yep. Uh, May the 4th. I mean, I'm I'm that, I'm that full swing right now building my updated Revan. So uh, that's what I'm doing. 
Yeah. Uh, for those watching, <laughs> if you are coming to May the 4th, Star Wars Day at London Brewery Co-op, let us know. Especially if you're going to be dressing up. Right? We want to know who's coming. We want to get as many people there as possible. It's going to be an amazing time. Shoot us a quick DM if you're going to be there and joining us. Um, I mean, I think that's it. Brooke, <laughs> thank you so much for joining us tonight. No problem. Hope I didn't pester you too much with my babbling about all my nerdiness. Listen, if you weren't able to talk, we wouldn't be having you on. So there you go. There you go. Uh, That's one thing I can do is talk. Yes. Um. Next week. Oh, I don't have form up. I don't think we have anybody scheduled for next week. <gasps> is uh, it just you and I? I think it might just be me and you. Oh my goodness. Uh, maybe we can see if we can get Rob or Megan or maybe even producer Jen on. Um, I feel like it. we need a top 10. We haven't Ooh, done a top 10 in a while. Good idea. Good Fear idea. List. Maybe we need to do another we need to top, do a top 10. 10. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll we bandy some ideas. Yeah, we need yeah. to find a good top 10. So check back with us, guys. Yeah. I think next week's going to be another one of our famous top 10 lists. Yep, that everybody hates. <laughs> but I think that's going to be it for this week. Good folks. old tier lists. <laughs> Make sure you stay geeky, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything.